What's up, everybody? Are you tuning in to the Challenge USA on CBS? Well, tune in to me, Tyson Apostle, as I break down each and every episode with my co-host, Amelia Wedemeyer. I'm also a contestant on the show, which gives you all the insider scoop. Amelia, how stoked are you to do this? Tyson, I'm freaking excited. I cannot wait to sit my butt down every single week to watch the show, then come here and recap it with you on the Ringer Reality TV podcast. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. I was just trying to find that missing piece for me. And I did think if we could just spend the night talking that maybe I could find it. It's just, it's kind of hard to wrap my head around it. Yeah. yeah, I did really love you. You know, I saw a future with you, um, but I need to go. I truly need you to know that I wish I could have gotten there. You know, relationship's a two-way road, and, you know, I can't make it any other way. Yeah. And, you know, at least now we know. Yeah. Welcome to Bachelor Party. It's part one of the most dramatic finale ever, allegedly. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm here with Callie Curry. Hi, Callie. Hello. Callie, I'm currently in California. And Mm -hmm. the most way for me to see the finale was to go to part one of the finale. Why are they even calling it the finale? But anyway, to go to it, the most expedient way for me to see it was to go to it. So me and producer Devin Manzi went. And I can't wait to exchange notes on your TV experience versus our in-person experience. Yeah, I'm sure it's different. Like I was thinking about while I was watching it, I'm like, they don't see these things. And I'm sure I I missed stuff like in between the commercials and stuff. So it'll be interesting. The number one thing that everybody in between the commercials missed was Jesse Palmer practicing his lines. (laughs) I um, was already Jesse's number one fan in Bachelor Nation, I think. And now I'm like, what's above number one? His being his mom. I mean, that's like basically how I feel about him. Because he is like such like a... He's like just such a studious quarterback. He just wants to do the best job possible. So it's like a quarterback, like when, when they're on defense, like, you know, getting on the Microsoft Surface and studying, studying tape. 
And I loved it. I think this is the first time where I have like a little bit of critique of Jesse. Oh, wow. Let's hear it. I, I didn't see this coming. Much like Rachel and Avon. I didn't see this coming. I'm blindsided. Please tell me what, what's your critique? I'm thinking that maybe like you're saying he's practicing and all that. So I'm like, okay, maybe that explains it a little bit. Um, like, it's just like his lines, well, which we that. now, yeah, but which we now know that are, that are lines, like the most dramatic, it's going to change your life. This like, it's not, it doesn't change my <laughs> life. This wasn't that this, this part one, not that dramatic. Okay. Like, Yes. I'm glad you brought this up because as Devin and I were sitting in the audience like an hour in, I'm like, why did this have to be live? Like, I don't really understand. Nothing is n- nothing is really being added to the situation. I mean, like having Zach and Ava in there, we can talk, we'll talk about both of them. But th- we got so little that was like additive tonight from this, from any other like second to last episode. Yeah, I agree. So I was thinking about it. And I was like, maybe they feel like they had to do that because there was only two guys left. Right. So Which is... like, it just made it, they, especially since it's been only one guy for Gabby for a while. I feel like maybe they were like, uh, okay, we got to figure out a way to spice this up a little bit. Well, There's for no a while, surprise. it was like a joke. Like Chris Harrison would always say it. Like it was sort of like a tongue in cheek joke. But then I think, Clayton's finale was really dramatic. And so now I'm not sure if they think it's going to be dramatic or it's like back to being a joke. But I also was shocked that they went over two hours. This was a two hour and 15 minute affair. And if you had cut out Zach, that would have been fine. Like, I don't think it had to be this long. No, no one really needed to see Zach anyways. Like Zach, but like we didn't see Rachel's third place you know yeah and we it didn't it's just like we didn't need that but i will say i'm curious what how much were they showing rachel and gabby's faces watching a lot a lot yeah that's that's what i was was thinking that you guys didn't see because i (laughs) which uh, so i watched this with seth who has not really watched this season but he has watched the franchise on and off with me. So he like understands the game. Like mm-hmm. watching with someone who doesn't get it at all, I think is like a really interesting experience. <laughs> but he knows the game. And like five minutes into Avon's date, he was like, oh, he doesn't get picked. <laughs> and I was like, why are you saying that? And she was, he was like, look at, her fa- look at her face. He's definitely going home. Yeah. She looked really angry. So we, uh, Devin and I had really good seats. Shout out to our friends at ABC. We were in the second row and like we had a really good view of Jesse, like which I think was just unintentional. Um, and we could <laughs> see Rachel and Gabby like pretty well, but we couldn't really see their faces that well. But you could see that Rachel was like pissed. Like watching the Avon stuff back, she was clearly angry. Um, but I, I thought that overall she seemed uncomfortable. Like I, I just think that she didn't seem like she was enjoying herself. Yeah. I mean, she seemed to like laugh during Tino's thing, which also was like, okay. Like there's just so many cues to their reactions, which I was like, this doesn't make it fun. I'd rather them not I don't want to see them right now because now I know what's gonna happen. Yeah, the the mo yeah, it's sort of like when you have closed captions on, closed captioning on, and you read the lines <laughs> yeah. before they're said. <laughs> You're yes. like, oh, 
<laughs> Especially we do that obviously with, uh, I, don't, I think I've said it on the show before, but Seth and I do that with Love Island. Yeah. And when British, they're doing yes. the eliminations, it says who's eliminated before they say it. <laughs> and so whenever it got to the elimination, Seth would be like, turn it off. Like that's what it just like, it was very like, I was just like, this makes it less dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like they both were trying to cover it up, but it's like, even next week, I feel like I know what happens. They're trying. Yeah. I feel like I know what happens next week too, but they were trying to be stone faced, I think, but just like really couldn't. I actually like Gabby was more expressive than Rachel. Like Gabby, I'm sure that her and Eric are still together because she was like so smiley and like happy watching Eric talking to her family. So I'm like, okay, so they're together. Uh, no, also in the preview for next week, she was like cracking up. Yeah, so I know. Th- she, was, she was laughing so hard that I'm like, I think she was drunk. Yes, she. I think she was drunk at the end of this episode when she yeah. and Eric are in the hallway. I think yes. she was definitely drunk. Also because of the way she like was hanging off of him. Um, yeah, well that too. But But the way she was like looking at Rachel, like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. Look at me. Like, mm-hmm. that's what it looks like. And she was, like, laughing and, like, making faces at Rachel. I was like, oh, so she's, like, completely fucked up in this, like, <laughs> part. And she's probably, like, just realizing what happened for the first time. And it's like, oh, my God, it's so embarrassing. Can't believe we're engaged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, the when she walks away and she's, like, yelling, that's classic, like, stayed too Drunk. late in the bar. Yeah. yeah. Like, should have should have gone home a while ago, left on a good note. Not the time also, to have a serious conversation. No. I was also thinking, like, is it the, the way her hair is? Um, before I realized she was drunk. And then I was like, oh, no, it's not her hair. She's drunk. So she's making weird facial expressions. Yeah. Also, her face was like sort of like... It like all of her makeup had probably like melted off by the end yeah. of the night. And so she just looked a little worn out. Like, it's time mm-hmm. to go back to her room. But... Uh, I, we're going to go through every uh, beat by beat, all the different guys that came and went tonight. We, but... No, we can't spend too much time on Zach, but yeah. Okay, we, we won't. We're also not going to go in <laughs> chronological order because what I really want to okay. get into <laughs> right now is this ridiculous focus on the proposal from Rachel, Rachel. And both sober and non-sober, and then Gabby at the end. So when, you know, mm-hmm. we think she's drunk. But Rachel is so focused on being proposed to. She says to Avon that she's not willing to make the sacrifice of giving up a proposal, even though she is beside herself sad about Avon leaving. I thought when we saw the, that te- all the, that teased in the various trailers this season, I was sure that was about Tino. And now yeah, I'm like, wait, she's been in love with Avon this whole time and we didn't know? So... My question for you is, why are these guys finally resisting proposing? <laughs> yeah, so um, a couple of things. One, even with her family, mm-hmm. I was like, wait, I think she actually wants to choose Avon. Yeah. That was that was the first time I had ever felt like that the entire Completely season. Completely agree. I never saw this before, like how she was saying... When she was upset, she wanted to be with Avon. And like whenever she was like feeling bad, she needed to find him. I was like, I would have loved to have seen some of that. Also, she was like, I just feel safe with him. He's so supportive. Like she gave Avon 
a glowing review. She all but said to her family, like, this is it. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, what? I was so confused. Then we realized based off of like her facial expressions, we were like, oh, weird. So how, like, what happens? Because <laughs> like, right. they're obviously not together. Then you see the whole even with her friends thing. Um, Nate and Sam. Nate, Nate's really gotten a lot of screen time here in 2022. Didn't expect <laughs> yeah. Nate to return. Um, but also I'm thinking like... So I went on Twitter and searched Avon's name mm-hmm. because obviously I'm a huge fan of Avon. So yes. I'm like, maybe I'm too big of a fan. I'm not reading this correctly. Uh, no. Everyone on Twitter <laughs> was like, what the fuck? Avon is making complete sense. Yes. She was She was completely illogical when she was just like... I mean, saying she's not willing to sacrifice a proposal, but therefore is willing to sacrifice the guy that she really likes is completely nonsensical. That sucks. She's punishing herself because he won't, he's not ready to propose in five days and he wants to like see what it's like in the real world. Um, yeah, like what Avon was saying, I think is what I would want to hear. He's saying, I want to be with you. I want to be engaged with engaged to you, but like, do I want you to come down and spend time with my family? Do I want to spend time with your family? Do I want you to see my friends and my life and like, want to make sure it's right for both of us. Uh, yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong. I know. I know. There's nothing wrong with that. He said, and then I hated that she made him feel like he was doing something wrong. Um, I also read this one tweet where I was like, I'm thinking the same thing. Cause she kept saying, you told me you were ready for a proposal. And he's like, I am ready for, for a proposal. I want to be engaged. Am I ready to do it in three days to you? Knowing that you don't even know if you want me to propose to you. Yeah, I know. It's, and, it's absurd. And Seth was like, this makes no sense. She wants him to be 100%. I'm proposing to you. While based, this was based off of her feedback where we figured out he wasn't going to stay. Mm-hmm. She was like, but he, she's not even choosing him. She wants to choose the other guy. And I'm like, well, I don't know if she actually wanted to choose the other guy, but that's what's going to happen because she's not going to choose him. But still, it's just that he, he was just like, thinking about it like from Avon's point of view... You want me to be 100% about you, but you're not 100% about me. Right. He just got so frustrated. I felt like he was like... So many people can relate to him when you're just like in an intractable fight with the person you're dating. And like you're both just repeating the same things over and over and making no progress. The way he was so frustrated, I was felt was very relatable. Um, but there was the tweet that I was talking about. The guy was like, I wonder if Avon is saying the exact same thing he said three days ago, and she's just not getting it. Like, he is ready to propose. Well, just wants to make sure it's right for both both of you. Like, I don't think he was clear with her saying, I don't know if I'm 100% ready to propose in three days to you. Right. I think him saying, like, I'm 100% ready for proposal, she took that as to we're propose getting engaged. To yeah. yeah. Where what he meant was, like, I'm at the point of my life where I'm ready to settle down or I'm ready to get serious. I I think he even meant, I'm ready to do this with you. I just think it's crazy for us to do this in three days when you have another boyfriend right now. Yeah, totally. Well, well, you know, what I was trying to get at with the question was between Avon and Eric tonight, who said, I want to date you, though that's not not a proposal, plus Johnny and Jason. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of guys 
who were just like, yeah, I'm not here to propose. Uh, I mean, that really only leaves Zach, who seems very, very traditional. Uh-huh. And Tino, who I think just wants to win the game and is a little you nutty. Know, Tino officially became American Psycho for me tonight. Like, I just like can't see anything else. I, I, I really want to dig in on Tino, but I'm not ready yet. I just think that like this resistance to proposing is so normal and so natural and so logical, but a significant problem for The Bachelor. Because what are the stakes? Like, is it just about, you know, picking each other and like, and whatnot? But like, I, I, I have thought they should get rid of the proposal. But then on the other hand, I'm just like, if it's just about dating, the sort of like all the fantasy aspects of this show, like also probably need to be rethought. So I think it's like actually a pretty big existential crisis. I don't think it is because Love Island is the exact same thing. Is it though? It's a really different tone. It's a really yes. different like proposition. Well, the other the other big also they win money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They win money, and the other difference, the other big difference is there's multiple couples. But like at the end of the show, I don't really care who wins. Like I couldn't care less who wins the, the Love Island, right? Um, and like you just want to see the people together. Right. Like it's the whole journey that's like exciting to watch, which even for this, like, I guess like the last episode is good if you really don't know who's going to win, but you usually know by this point. So it's not like that huge of a, you know what I mean? Reveal. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that like the fact that the two women, and it's a, it's a little easier to discount Gabby because I feel like she was drunk and also she just was like on this episode so much less, but. The fact that they're both so focused on like I want a proposal like is just <laughs> just doesn't make any sense. Especially Rachel because she was like I'm not leaving this without a proposal, and she was just sort of like. And also, she's Rachel's 26. Like, what do you need to get engaged and married for? Like right now. Well, I was a little taken back by her friends and family mm. based on her reaction to even. Yeah. Like, I feel like... And I think her girlfriend, I don't know what her name is, but... Uh, um, I think her name was Sam. Sam. You're right. Sam. I think Sam was kind of, like, getting at it. Like, he's very excited about you. He's just not going to propose. Right. Um, and, like, I just feel like if that were your friend, you'd be... I would be like... And Sam just said this also. He's thinking of this, like, logically. But, like, I would have really gone in on that. Like... I would prefer this. He right. wants this to actually be a relationship. He right. wants to make sure this is going to work. I think that's the better choice than just getting engaged to someone because they feel like they have to do it. Right. When Jesse asked Rachel, like, do you feel like your friend sabotaged it? <laughs> what answer do you think he was hoping for? She wasn't going to say yes, but like, I didn't think that at all. They just were telling her what he said. Yeah, I do think that they weren't I think they were hearing the same things Rachel was hearing. Um maybe not Sam as much because Sam the way Sam like was talking about it was m- better. Um but like I thought they were really keying in on like how he said he wasn't ready in five days. And that's like why I think he said yeah. specifically to them, which he probably hadn't said to her when yes. he was just generally like, yeah, I'm ready to get engaged, which is still true, but it in a different different um set of circumstances. 
Yeah. And obviously she really only cared about him proposing in five days, but I feel like they could have been like, he's definitely ready for an engagement. Yeah. He just wants to make sure it's right for both of you. So does that mean he's ready in five days? I don't know. He also didn't say like, I'm a hundred percent not ready. No, um, no, no, no. Yeah. So I feel like that would have been a better way than, I don't know if he didn't explain this to you. He said he told, he said he told you all this, but he's not ready. Like, yeah. it was just, that's not really how he said it. Um, now, that being said, all of that happening, even getting broken up with in a really weird, I feel like she was just like, yeah, so this is done. Um, By the way, that was her best outfit of the season, that black jumpsuit, like the strapless jumpsuit she was oh, wearing. yeah. I thought she looked really good. Um, I didn't like how it like... It was like a peplum top kind yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I did think she looked good. Um, well, until the crying started, she was <laughs> distraught. Has anyone in the history of reality TV ever looked good crying? I, I just can't think of anyone. It's really tough. Um, some men do. Uh, by the way, I think Avon was trying really hard to cry. To cry, yeah. I, I just think that Avon was just like, I'm not willing to sacrifice having yeah. a normal engagement. Like, she's like, I'm not willing to sacrifice proposal. And he's like, well, I'm not willing to sacrifice normalcy. So, I feel like he was, beat. in the moment, he was just like, I know this sucks, maybe. <laughs> but if this is how she feels, then like, we're just not gonna... Yeah, it's just, we're not aligned. We're not gonna... Yeah, we're not gonna agree. And he made also, the right I'm call like, because if she's so focused on a proposal, afterwards, he probably just would have been like, yeah, I'm not ready yet. Let's and then yeah. already going to be fighting. So yeah, um, but also I'm just like he seems like just such a great catch. Yeah, so I agree. R- really like Avon. I feel like I was um, not giving him enough attention all season. You were. You were always in Avon's corner. I was like, nah, he's got no chance. I don't fully think it's my fault. I think it's partially the editing. But Callie, you always said it. I want to give you your flowers. Thank you. I, I appreciate also, it. I also want to tell you, Avon was not as cute in person as he is in on TV. Yeah, you, you texted me that, and I the the height thing would be a huge thing for me. He's he's, and, he's shorter than Jesse by like at least an inch. Well, so uh, uh, I thought it was going to be way more than that. Um, <laughs> I I don't know. I just I was expecting a more commanding presence from Avon, and I really didn't get that. I didn't get like. This sort of like just I just didn't get the energy from him that I wanted. Maybe he was nervous. Maybe he was missing Rachel, but it just was not. It wasn't what I was hoping for. Yeah, I would say he probably doesn't have like a ton of experience in a studio audience, so <laughs> I'll give him a little grace there. But also, you had texted me that before I had saw like saw him. Mm-hmm. So then when he came out, I was like, oh, he does look small. He's holding his mouth in a weird position. And it, I feel like it really dimmed his light for me. But I still really like Avon. I even thought the way that he communicated how he was feeling was really well. Very very clear, very direct. Yeah. And then she was like, stop yelling at me. And it, I was like, wait, why? He's not yelling. You're yelling. I didn't like that, that she basically made both him and Zach apologize to her. I don't... I will come back I don't to think that. She, I don't think she made them no, she apologize. Didn't. But she did allow them to apologize. But I just thought it was... 
I don't know if it sounded different when you guys, because you guys got to watch all the clips like in the studio, right? Mm-hmm. From my like TV, he had not changed his voice inflection at all throughout the entire conversation. Was he like passionate? He even said that earlier in the conversation. Yeah. Like, yeah, they were both like kind of going back and forth, but yelling. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't yelling. He was like slightly raising his voice, I guess. But he was just like speaking like honestly more quickly and more impassioned. Yeah, Um, but she was too. So I was just like, when she was like, why are you yelling at me? I'm like, what? It really gave me like, ah, what am like, I I, I don't even, I I don't know the right PC thing to say, but it was very like, I'm just like a helpless little like white woman. Stop. Like, it really when she said stop yelling at me I was like whoa he is not yelling like that's yeah. a lot yeah I think he he kind of hit the nail on the head if he had been clearer or like more precise with what he was and wasn't ready for before she he met the family I think this would have been really different I feel like Rachel understandably so has been subject to so much like public embarrassment and miscommunication and like yeah <laughs> where she probably is like just really not feeling great and i get it and she you know i think one thing that i've heard from a bunch of people is that she looked incredibly miserable on tv and while she didn't look comfortable from our vantage point i didn't i didn't pick up on that quite as much i just thought she seemed like she didn't really she just seemed angry to me but i just think she's done with this and i get it i mean this has been a shitty experience for her yeah like all around um, I don't think she looked, I think she looked very uncomfortable and it did c- give vibes of like, I cannot fucking wait for this to be over. Yeah. Yeah. Which I get. And also, um, you know, and the, she had the, to do pre- a lot more emotional labor tonight than Gabby. Gabby is just like enjoying seeing herself. She's literally Eric. laughing. Um, the preview for next week too, Gabby was like super duper bubbly and Rachel was very like, ugh. Yeah. So let's talk about Tino on that note. So first of all, just looking ahead, Tino with the stash is like one of the most disgusting things ever. (laughs) Like no thanks on that. He's also just a big sweater. Such a sweater, which I have no problem with as a sweaty person myself, but it's very noticeable. And it does seem to be correlated to like his, his emotional state. Nervousness. Um, Listen, Avon had like armpit sweat tonight, but he looked fine. Big time. Big yeah, time. But but like when he was in the room with her parents, he looked totally fine. Like his I, face I looked say, fine. He was calm. What? Avon and Jesse Palmer were both inexplicably wearing black suits. Like all I can think of is like a tribute to the queen or something. Um, this <laughs> was not like a formal occasion. And I did not really care for either of them. However, I thought that Avon's tropical attire in Mexico was fantastic. I felt like he was really striking the right mm. note of like, Linen, like, linen, casual, but like looked smart. Like I just, I just liked liked it all. Um, um, I liked Avon's um, pearl necklace tonight. I'm really into pearl necklaces right now, oh, and I didn't even notice that men's pearl necklaces. I think they look great. Oh. Um, so yeah, I was very into that. Well, I have to keep an eye out for that. Um, Tino is a psycho. I would be <laughs> afraid of anyone I knew was dating him. <laughs> I what is it about him that I'm responding to? Like what is that? 
I you know what this all. First of all, you were obsessed with him in the beginning of the season. So let me just say that. I know, and um, now and now I've just been like, run away, Rachel, stay away. I, it's some weird energy that he's giving that he's just like, I've got to win this. I've got to win this. I've got to win this. Like, yeah, it's like it's like competitive energy with absolutely no like softness or vulnerability or like loving tendencies. Very like robotic. Like I feel like he's saying things that he thinks he's supposed to say. Doesn't seem genuine at all. Some of his lines, like really, I'm going to make your daughter happy forever. I was just like, what? I know. I know. Um, it maybe it sounded know- better in the room because her dad seemed to eat it up. Um, and I was just like, ugh. And sorry, I'm going to keep telling you what Seth said, but I was just like, this is so interesting getting a pers- someone's perspective that has barely watched the show. He was like, uh, when a or sorry, when Tino was talking to her dad, he was like, "This show is nuts. This show is nuts." Like the fact that he feels like he has to say all of this after five dates, like it is wild when you think. And I don't have have times changed that much that this proposal seems preposterous because, like, four years ago, I was like, "Of course you're proposing." I just think that none of these relationships seem that genuine. I think it's partially the way the season came together because it does seem like Eric and Gabby like really are into each other, but I'm still just like, who are what you? Are the, what were the moments that mattered? Even that first date. And like you pointed this out, I think last week, the first date that Eric and Gabby had together with Grandpa John, I was just like, no, he's not supportive. I'm not into it. And now I, I'm just like, I, I can't. I'm, I'm like, yeah, I see it. Okay, they're really into each other. But with Tino in particular, something happened in between Paris when I was like, he seems good, they seem happy, to now where I'm just like, this man is not to be trusted. And I'm very confused. I think it's like a combination of like, he just seems um, like divorced from reality. And part of it is like his physical presentation too, like the sweatiness and like sort of, he just like seems like he's like bopping around on like a different planet or something. I'm just like, are you in like a VR experience and we're not? Like what's going on? <laughs> um, I really think the turn happened when he got mad that one day. I guess. Uh, when Ethan called him. Cause I like think about him all the time as a baby back bitch. Like whenever I see him. Yeah. I'm like, oh, Same. there's Same. Baby, baby back bitch Tino. Baby back Tino. Yeah, and he just seemed like very obsessed with... He just seems obsessed with the attention and not the relationship. Like, I think he just wants the approval and and the love. And by the way, if he has like all these crazy hobbies, I'd love to hear about them. Well, so then that's the other thing. Today when I was watching the show, I get the... I I don't know why, same as you. I'm just like, ugh. Like when he came on the screen, I was like, no. Who likes this guy? Who would like this guy? Like... (laughs) Seth was like, calm down. And I was like, no, I really, really don't like him. But then she's like, yeah, he surfs, he volunteers. And I'm like, oh yeah, he does volunteer. Oh yeah, he does do this. And I'm just like, is he actually a bad guy? Like, I just really, it's weird. Plenty, it's really plenty weird. of bad people have charitable causes. I mean, no, I know, but I'm like, is he actually, like, we have no evidence that he's a good guy or a bad guy? Both. Yeah, we don't have evidence really of either, but I think we're going to get some. So I'm pretty sure that Rachel and Tino, the scenes where he has grown the mustache and his hair is longer. (laughs) I'm pretty sure... Overnight, by the way. Well, 
No, I think that those are from like after the show has concluded. I think that's like at like a uh, uh, a couple months later or like a month later because that looks like LA. Honestly, that looks like a real LA backyard. Mm, yeah. And I, it, and there's no way that his hair and mustache grew like that overnight. So I don't think it's happening in the next five days. And I think that something must have happened between them afterwards or something like that. And that's like what they're fighting about because they're also just like doesn't seem like there's much else. To show, unless that, like for the for the next week or whatever. But I, I'm pretty sure it's like a post show situation. But you know, when you watch her crying over Avon, you're like, yeah, you probably shouldn't have got not have gotten engaged to Tino. I think you wanted to pick Avon. So yeah, I don't know. It's just so crazy because like the editing has really failed us this year. Yeah, I obviously I always thought she liked Avon, and I was like, she's clearly very attracted to him, like physically, blah blah blah, whatever. But I never really thought he could beat Tino. And then halfway through the parents, I'm like, holy fuck, she wants Avid. Like, it's just crazy that we really had no idea that she wanted Avid. Yeah. I guess the family seemed into Tino. They seemed like he was fine. But the emphasis on, like, what kind of construction does Tino do? And, like, can that be a transferable job? I was like, it's, like, one of the most transferable jobs, if I'm not mistaken. Um. Yeah, I think they just like didn't have a lot to sit, like talk about like yeah. that. But that's what I'm. The family was fine with Tino, but I also feel like they were just happy that he was like, "I'll propose to her today if I need yeah. to." I'm in love with her. Like they yeah. were just ha- because of because of everything with Avon. But like her reaction and tell like what she said about both of them, like. She was like, yeah, so I gave Tino my first impression, Rose. His family hates me. I'm really excited. I'm going to go get him. <laughs> like, Avon, she talked for like five minutes, like in depth about like how greedy he is, how he makes her feel, how she can see yeah. this in the end. Like, and just the intro of him, I was like, I'm so confused. She was clearly upset. Like she said, she was in a bad mood and the Avon stuff got in the way. And if it was Tino, I think she would have been distracted and just been like, whatever. I didn't want to pick him anyway. But clearly... Well, I also... Have que- I have a question can- for you. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. You first. I was going to say, I know she cries a lot, but the way she was crying over Tino was like worse than how she was with you mean Clayton. Over yeah. Fuck, yeah. Over yeah, Aiden was worse was- than how she was with Clayton, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, she was lying like face down on the stairs with Clayton, but and she did have like a similar like mascara. But yeah, I think I think this was a lot, a lot deeper. This seems to have like shook her to her core in a way that the Clayton thing was just like kind of like a slap in the face, like cold water, you know? I think she was struggling to breathe with yeah. Avid. Yeah, she was she was definitely really, really upset. Um I have like a, I, I mean, this is like a really like kind of catty or like mean thing to say, but just back to Avon for one second. Do you think it's possible after the fantasy suite, like in their time alone, that like made him realize maybe he's not ready to propose in five days when he was saying like, you know, I might have just gotten caught up in all of this and real like, like two weeks ago and whatever. Do you think that like maybe their time alone could have influenced how he was feeling? Do I think it could have? Yes. Do I think that that was what happened? I don't know. I also think that there's seeing Zach go home and it being just him and Tino, he was probably like, oh shit, like I could really win this. I might 
have to propose in three days. And like, I do think Avon cared about her. And I, I think that Avon probably, um, like it would have gotten there with him. Like, I think he was actually like fully invested in all that. She probably would be much happier. I'm guessing if she would have chose Avon, which I was wondering if she was thinking about tonight. She should have just, uh, you know, been like, I'll I'll trust the process with you, Avon. Let's just, let's do it. But he didn't seem that upset when he left. I thought in the, in studio, he seemed like contrite and they're like happy to see each other. And he seemed sad. But I think that like it was just so so they couldn't come overcome it. Like they both agreed, like he was not ready to get engaged and she was. Yeah. Um, I don't think that he it's like he didn't seem like devastated at all. Um, but I feel like a lot of men would seem like I just think that's who he is. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Just like doesn't like emote in the same way. Yeah. Especially like or definitely not like on camera. Yeah. Yeah. She, I will say, I think that she did a good job with Avon or maybe she's like, was happy to see him, but she, when it was playing back, she seemed so pissed like in in the room. And so I think that she did a good job, like seeming sweet to him. Oh yeah. No, when he, I thought she was going to be like rude. Yeah. Um, Cause I was just like, wait, he didn't do anything to you. Uh, I can understand like you being upset and feeling like he should have been more clear, but like, Nothing that was like betrayal to me, anyways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So w- her her expression, I was just like, "Ugh, this is gonna make me so pissed if she acts that way." But she was like actually very, very nice to him. Yeah, I thought, was, I, I, I thought it was great. I thought she looked really good tonight. How'd she look on TV? Because her, I don't like the color of her dress, but the brown. I, when I saw her in person, I was like, "Oh wow, this is like a really pretty." curvy woman and I was like even more mad about how she was styled all season because I actually thought she looked great um she looked fine I didn't like really how her hair looked today um which is usually to me the best part about the way she looks she has great hair um I did ask Seth I'm like do you still think that she looks better and Seth was like yeah it's not close she just has... I think her entire presence in person is qu- is quite different, honestly. Like, I, I've been really hard on her. She has made a lot of bad decisions. But I, I had a real sympathy for her in person, which is maybe just like, you know, being around an actual human body is humanizing. Yeah. But also, like, she had, like, more of, like, a like fragility to her that I just feel like she's really been through it. And I don't know. Um, I hate that word. But... You're right. I shouldn't have used it. Frailty, it, 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 it does have a, a bad uh, connotation. Um, I mean, I think she's a great person. I think we've said that like a bunch. Yeah. Like she has a lot of good qualities. Also, she's they been, genuinely love each other. They were like very sweet, she and Gabby. Very sweet. That's good. I'm sure going through this probably made them even closer though. Like totally they both is. kind of like went through the ringer a little bit. As Devin um, said, trauma bonded. Ugh, yeah, that sucks. But I do think that that... <laughs> I do think that that Such happened with them. Um, yeah, no, I do think Gabby's a good person. I think she was kind of like fucked over multiple times by this franchise. Uh, so I do feel bad for her. Um, I also really didn't like how Gabby was styled tonight. You so me either. I, so I do think that Rachel looked like better that way. Gabby's hair 
was so distracting to me. I was like, where are the extensions? And like, how is this working? I, I it just, was a lot. It was a lot. It was, it was like her dress was a lot. Her dress was very short. She, uh, I think she uh, likes short dresses. She has great legs. Um, she's going to be on Dancing with the Stars. She looked like she was on Dancing with the Stars tonight. Well, she's, tra- she's transitioning to that phase. <laughs> so that, maybe, that's, maybe that's what she wore, what she wore. It was, a, it was, I was just like, what is happening? Also, this wasn't really the finale. No. So I don't know why they're calling that, it that. That was weird too. Is it live next week? Yes. It's a real pain. Yeah. I just but, felt like that dress wasn't appropriate for what happened tonight. <laughs> Gabby's dress? Yes. <laughs> like it was too dressy? Like what do you mean? I mean, I'm like, no prize was won tonight. Like so I just felt like feel she like, was dressed like a medal, but there was no prize. Yeah. Like it was like the finale of Miss America. But it actually wasn't. It was just well, like, I, that's why, like, they said, Welcome to the finale. I saw how Gabby was dressed and I texted you. I was like, You're wrong. This is the finale. And no. then they said, Two part. And I'm like, Are they recording it all tonight? It was really confusing. I don't know why they did this. This episode is brought to you by Visible. You know how in every season of The Bachelor, there's the concern that he might pick someone or just let someone go too far who really doesn't deserve it? because he's not getting all the information he needs. He doesn't know this woman is the villain of the house. Well, luckily, when it comes to wireless, there's one company that keeps it real and you don't have to worry about that bad surprise at the end. Switch to Visible, the wireless company with nothing to hide and get one line wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, every month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan. For additional terms and network management practices, see visible.com. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other... Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. I almost forgot. I was like, did we cover the whole show? But I remember we haven't talked about Zach and his stupid exit at the beginning. I don't Zach, want to, but... Zach self-exited. He, can't, he couldn't go any further because um, Rachel questioned his age. And then she seemed pissed about that because I guess the way that he couched it, they kind of softened it in the edit. He was like, by saying that he didn't feel like he was getting the real Rachel and he's getting Bachelorette Rachel, he like questioned her character. So then he also apologized to her live. Zach has no presence whatsoever. Um, <laughs> and I just like totally forgot about him. I, I feel like he was lucky to have been invited to this live show and to like have been brought back. Because I could easily 
never think about Zach again. I don't know if he's made for TV. No, I don't think so. Also, I think generally probably a decent person, but not made for probably. TV. Yeah, he seemed normal. Um, yeah. He also seemed like totally fine in person. I like, I, I'm like, couldn't they just zoomed him in? Did he have to be there? I, I don't know. I, don't, I didn't really feel like he had. I much. don't think they needed to zoom him in or be there. I think he should have just left. And then we get Aiden. Right. 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 Um, I want to talk about oh, Gabby. Yeah. Was Rachel so nice to Aiden? That you think he's the bachelor? I don't know. I I don't know. I don't I really. It's, I, it's possible, yes. I think it's very interesting that they did this two part thing. That they invited right. him to it just to give him more screen time. The edit tonight was fucking phenomenal for yeah. him. Yeah, totally. Um, and then Rachel was being like so nice to him well, after he like kind like a of having guy. a guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, she kind of was like pissed while watching it. Like, it was so weird to see her pissed while watching it and then be like, hi. I was like, wait, <laughs> what? This is not the energy I thought you were going to bring to it. But then like everything, she was like, you don't have to apologize. Like, thank you so much. Like, we were just on I two know, different pages. Didn't blah, make any blah. sense. Like, she was just so, so nice to him. I was like, wait, is he the bachelor? I wonder if she's really aware of how she's being received. And trying to like save her or change her image in these like live hits or something. Because I I think that she's probably aware that a lot of people don't like her and she's really come off quite poorly. But do I don't do people have a reason not to like her? You know, Jody asked me this. I, I don't know. It's just like inexplicable for me. I just like find her off-putting, like as a TV character, but as a human, I'm sure she's great. Honestly, yeah, I that's, like, like- just because I just you don't want to watch her on TV, I don't think that makes her a bad person. Like, no, 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 no. I don't think that you dislike her as a person. I think you dislike watching her as The Bachelorette. Yeah, that's 100% correct. 100%. Yeah, I don't think people should dislike her. She hasn't done anything for people to hate her. No, um, she's just been like annoying kind of, from, like canceling dates. <laughs> um, uh, that's it, but I, I don't even like know... Her. She confronts these guys, which I, I like. I mean, clearly she fights with Tino next week. She went straight to it with Avon. I like that she's like willing to have a conflict. I think a lot of people won't do that. I don't even think I found her annoying. I think that the setup of the two bachelorettes in the show just sucked. Yeah, they didn't do it right. They, re- they really didn't do it right. Like, it's, there it's was moments hard to, like, where we found Gabby annoying and I generally loved her before this. I know. It's even hard to remember kind of everything that happens every episode just because like we've talked about and there's no narrative arc there's and like it's it's a lot of like fragments of like what's happening with people and i think i've been thinking about it the one thing i i really think they should have done much more of is having the women like check in with each other to like to recap what has happened and like yeah and their feelings yeah and like played up their friendship even more Um, um i was gonna say the other thought i had was or maybe she gets engaged to Tino. They break up, and she's hoping that there's a chance that her and Avon can really. I think see that what happens. seems more likely that she's like hoping that her and Avon get back together, or like hoping for reconciliation or something. And I, I would like that for them. They seem really into each other, and like, yeah, give dating a shot, see how it goes. Why? What's wrong with that? I was like staring at their hands. 
Mm, I couldn't see that. How close were they? They were like normal close. It was it wasn't like they were touching or anything like that, but there was just like a better energy between them than I thought. And they spoke, they talked a little bit on stage, like for a minute after I, the segment ended. Once the segment ended, he looked at her and was like, How are you? Yeah. Yeah. I think they really like each other. But maybe he should have reached out before. She should have reached out. I don't know. But that would be a happy ending. It's sort of like what Hannah and Hannah Brown and Tyler did, but like this could be real, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I would actually really like that. Me too. It'd be really nice. Um, I want to talk about Gabby's family for a second because we finally met her father, Patrick, and um, her father's partner. The reason he wasn't on Clayton season was because I believe she was going through chemotherapy. And mm-hmm. so she wasn't able... He wasn't able to like have the exposure um, and risk COVID. And I just thought it was really nice that they were on the show. It was great to meet her father and also see that um, his partner is like, doing well enough to travel to Mexico. And I don't know. I thought that was like a, a happy note. And I thought that Gabby's conversation with her aunt was also like probably my favorite moment of the season or of the episode, excuse me, where she was like, let Eric see who you are and like show him this. I don't know. I thought it was like good advice and just like very sweet. I liked it. I thought it was great advice. Yeah. Um, I mean, her aunt was basically like, you've been through some shit. If he can't like accept you for who you actually are, then you're not, you can't marry him. Yeah. And she's right. It's great. Yeah. It's great advice. Um, it seems like her family has like genuine closeness. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I also think I love how her grandfather obviously called back to Clayton season, called her a ding bad again. Um, just seems like everyone's on the same page in that family. Um, he also called Eric a dick, I think. <laughs> I wasn't sure what that curse word was. Um, but, but yeah, also I see... I think we talked about this on Clayton season, but like I could definitely see him being the bachelor. Her her grandfather? I guess so. Although Gabby was saying she doesn't want it, so who knows? But remember how they, we, keep, they keep casting for over 65. In a typical world, the bachelor itself should start filming like next week. Uh I don't get the impression they've chosen the bachelor yet. So I'm really wondering what's gonna happen like if they stay on schedule. And I thought we were gonna get old bachelor sometime in 2022 but with paradise starting in like two weeks i i don't think that's the case so i'm very confused but you know keep us on our toes it's fine we'll, we'll just come go with it as it comes along i just pray it's nate or greg i think greg would be awesome i i'm i'm really on the greg train that would be fun so I'd i think both that. would be great nate has went from like a zero to a million on social Oh, so he's like trying to get it. Or By ha- I mean, The Bachelor, not like. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that whoever has it already knows they have it. I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I really so don't know. Part of me is like, maybe he has it. So he's trying to like bring his social up before he goes on because like that's what they would love for you to do. Mm-hmm. Get some more um, attention. Mm-hmm. Greg I don't know. Would just be amazing. Greg would be great. Also, I feel like I haven't like heard from Greg in a while, so I'd love to like catch up with him. Although I did see he's going on the Vial file, so you can you can listen to that and let me know what he says. Oh god. <laughs> uh, Andrew also like posted something about him being the Bachelor as a joke, so I'm like, that's not a good sign. Andrew S is going on Paradise, and I'm very excited. Can't wait to have him back in my life. And Justin. 
And Justin. Yeah, I can't wait to actually get to know Justin. We think we like him. And let's let's find out what he's really like. I'm pretty sure I know I like him. Well, I hope he gets to do some of his great art while, while I'm on Paradise. Um, <laughs> I forgot Any about final that. thoughts on this finale part one, which was really just another episode that didn't need to be live and is not the finale? Uh, yeah, so confusing. I really don't get it. And then, Poor branding, honestly. Really just also Jesse said that there's like an interactive audience. I know. Uh, and I will not be will in attendance. Everything. I will not be in attendance next week. So I'm pissed. I wonder if they're gonna have people vote on their ballot who they want to be bachelor. Mm. Because well, that would be interesting. I really wouldn't want this to be up to the studio America. audience. Um <laughs> good point. Hopefully it is America, not studio audience, if that is the case. Because like, uh, some of the... Did they tell you guys like to have certain reactions in studio? No. There was some like reactions in studio that I was like, what? Some people were just like really animated. Also, they confirmed without us even asking that people like brought signs on their own. But for the... But that's like a change from the last few finales where it was made by production. But that's because this is the first time they've had like a full audience of just like randos. Post COVID. Like post COVID, yeah. So um, that was cool. Yeah, no. When Avon was like talking to her on the bench, there were so many people in the audience like, are you kidding me? Can you believe what he's saying? And I'm like, wait, I'm so confused. He's making complete sense. I know. Interesting. I didn't even notice that actually. Although I will say, I like, I was so dialed in on on the television show and also like watching them on stage that I I didn't really notice like anything that was happening around us. Although one person named Rachel came up to us and said she listens to the podcast. So thank you so much, Rachel. I hope you had a fun time tonight. We did. Um, well, I can't wait to see what happens. Wait, I wait, 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 wait. What is your prediction? You said you think you can predict. What's your prediction? I did? Yeah, we both said in the very beginning, like based off of facial expressions, I think we know what happens next week. Oh, Oh, I think Gabby's with Eric for sure. And I think Rachel is single. She just seemed like pretty pissed and unhappy. And I just think the, the stuff with Tino, since that's clearly post-show, that's a really bad sign. And I just feel like that's sad. I will say I'm like happy that they both are ending the season proper with this, like only with one guy and like wondering if they're going to get proposed to. I feel like that's like a nice thing to share and sort of like it all came out the same in the end, but not really. What's your prediction? Um, that wasn't my original prediction until I was like, wait, how does he have a mustache and hair? And for some reason, that did not compute in my mind. Oh, this is later on. Um, I didn't really understand how that happened so quickly, but now I get that. So my original uh, prediction was that Gabby's clearly with Eric and totally, totally. fine. And uh, I thought that Rachel and Tino got into that fight and then they just didn't... Like, she walked away, but they still had her, like, go in the white dress and, like, put the rose down and walk away. And, like, they didn't actually get proposed. Like, there was no proposal. But now, I agree with you, there probably is a proposal. And then I feel like they never show the couple post-show unless it is a breakup. So, yeah. that Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, what would be the point of, like, showing them being happy? Yeah. No drama in that. Well, we'll um, find out next week. I was just going to say also that I wa I listened to Nate on File Files. Did we talk yeah, about this? Yeah, Michelle's Nate, not not the Nate from this season. 
Yeah, Michelle's name. Good listen. Um, did it make you like Michelle less? Yeah. Um, it sounds like Nate was just like really airing shit out. He'd be an interesting bachelor. I don't. He would be. <coughs> um, I do think he was airing shit out, but he sounded very genuine. Like there was a few times where you could tell he was like trying not to cry, mm. like talking about Michelle, and then he tried to like avoid. He also said, like he praised Michelle throughout the episode. Um, mm. So I think he was like not trying to, if that makes sense. But then he would tell a story, and I was like, wait, this makes her look horrible. But I don't know if she, I don't know if he like realized it because like he would get over, like he got over stuff that she did, right? And then Nick would be like, wait, so what happened with that? And he was like, I don't. We just like dropped it. I just, you know. Just figured like that was. It sounds like it wasn't really a functional relationship from the beginning. No, which also I don't know if that makes me. I mean, it just seemed like based on what Nate said, he was they were essentially fighting the entire time. Like it was never from day one, right? Yeah, it was never like fully happy, go lucky, everything's all good, Um, and that they almost broke up three different times, and so I don't think it was a blind side. Which was what Michelle... Like, I don't think he's making all of this up. I'm sure, like, some of these stories are skewed, obviously, to his point of view. But, like, Michelle made it seem like this was, like, out of left field and doesn't seem like that was the case. I I have a take. I don't think breaking up over the phone is so bad. People are, like, mad that (laughs) Nate did that. But I just... I mean, they were in a long-distance relationship. So, I don't... I think it's okay. Um, It's not good. But, like, I don't know. They weren't married. So... Yeah, I mean, engagement breakup is kind of gnarly over the phone, I think. Sure. But I'm sure it wasn't the only conversation they had. And also, you know, someone has to initiate it. They had multiple conversations about breaking up in person and over the phone. This wasn't like... They had also just had a really bad weekend where they fought the entire time. Mm. Um, Do I think it's ideal to do it while she's in an airport waiting for a flight? Probably not. No. I don't think it was ideal. But I also just think like in general... I don't have a blanket prohibition on phone breakups. I think sometimes they can be okay. Yeah, I'm not I'm not fully against them either. I don't think that he did this the correct way or at the right time. Um just to be clear, but yeah, no, I just I don't know. I just feel like um he made a great point, um but he didn't finish the point and then on the podcast he said she felt like she had to be the perfect bachelorette and like mm being the bachelorette is just so hard and that you have to be perfect all the time. And like after the show, there was things where he was just like, let's just be us. And she was just like worried about like how I'd make them look or like, I have to be this way. I don't, I don't want to do that. Like I'm thinking about stupid shit, like probably like being drunk or like, you know, yeah. doing, she was probably like, no, 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 I can't do that. Um, which I think is totally fair. Um, the layer that he didn't add to it is being a black bachelorette. I'm sure that's times a billion. Yeah, totally. Especially um, when I think like people were so excited about her and I'm sure the pressure is just so much. So, Also, after the show, everyone was like... I mean, we both even said it. Like, She was like perfect yeah. the whole season. Yeah. I know. Um, to the point where it was boring. Yeah. So I think that she handled everything like the correct way. She spoke like so eloquently throughout the entire season. Season. She's super smart. Um, I can see how like just being in that position could change you. Yeah, absolutely. And just um, like so I don't know if it made me like, the world. I read, yeah, like, I don't know if it 
a Reddit comment about myself and I'm like, oh my God, I, I need to be perfect. Right. And Nick even asked him like, does she read Reddit comments? And he was like, I don't... I think that's a question you ask her. Like, I don't really want to say yeah. anything about that, which obviously means that she does. But I'm like, yeah, everyone looks at comments about themselves and I'm sure that doesn't help at all. Like... Yeah, so I don't know if it made me like Michelle less. I was just kind of like, ugh, that really sucks. Because I feel like she can't really like be 100% herself. Yeah, it's like just disappointing. And then it just yeah. kind of like sad. I mean, no matter what, they both seem like hurt by this experience. So that's just a bummer. Nate could be Bachelor. He, I think that'd be interesting. He seems like a fun guy. Um, I'll be back later this week to talk some odds and ends and some further analysis. Callie and I will be back same time next week. We can't wait to see what happens. Hopefully, Tino um, is not an American psycho, but I don't know if I hope. <laughs> Thanks to Devin Manzi for coming with me to Finale Part 1 and for producing this episode. It is late. We're going to go. And of course, thank you, Callie. Um, you're welcome. Adios. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Maybelline New York. Get ready to bring the heat with Maybelline's newest lip plumping gloss, Lifter Plump. Fair warning though, it's hot. Like, literally. It's formulated with chili peppers to bring a heated sensation and an instant plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Hot Honey, and more. Buy Lifter Plump now on Amazon and use the code 10PLUMP to get 10% off for a limited time. Tap the banner to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Lincoln in the all-new 2024 Nautilus Hybrid, featuring a customizable 48-inch panoramic display, available Revel audio system, and available perfect position front seats with active motion massage. Oh, my God. The world isn't wide enough. Visit Lincoln.com to learn more. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. Check with your local retailer for current information. Lincoln and Nautilus are trademarks of Ford, or its affiliates.